Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I want to talk to the beauties. Because we have we agreed that we would uh, we would reassemble periodically, and this is one of those times we're, we're reassembling. Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca. How are you? I'm great, Roy. And Linda Leatherdale, Vice President of Cambria, Canada, former money editor of the uh, Toronto Sun. How are you, Linda? Hey, Roy, I miss you a lot, but I listen all the time. Thank you. And Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, who was on the air with us last weekend with Dan McTagg as we talked about the uh, the goings-on within the Liberal Party of Canada, joins us as well. And from sunny California. You're gonna Michelle, you're gonna miss a you must miss a lot of weather fun over the next twenty four hours here. Oh Roy, I'm not don't cry me a river. But what? it's been freezing down here. Oh, oh. 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 how terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Las Vegas got a lot of snow. I know, I saw that. Yeah. Global yeah. warming, guys. Well, we're gonna yeah. get we're gonna get wind Armageddon here overnight. Yeah, I'm scared. 110 oh, kilometer an hour wind gusts. Ooh. So, yeah. So, check your roofs, everybody. Make sure you have batteries. Make sure you have batteries. And if you have any of those uh, oil lamps, get some uh, get some lamp oil, just in case. Anyway, uh, beauties, it's, it's great to be back together. And uh, let's start with on this story that is captivating the attention of people across this country. And that, of course, is the... We'll just narrow it down to... To Justin Trudeau and Jody Wilson-Raybould, everybody knows the rest of the parameters. Michelle, let me ask you, coming out of the gate, what's going on in the Liberal Party right now? Are they unified? Are they anything but? Are they panicked? What do you suspect is going on? Well, so I suspect the members are a little bit panicked. How much this will resonate with voters remains to be seen. It resonates with me because... You know, the PMO or the PM tried to insert himself into a criminal investigation, which to me is serious, but it is in a pocketbook interest. So that's my only concern. Okay. Uh, Linda, I spoke earlier with uh, Brian Peckford, the uh, former Premier of Newfoundland and Labrador. He's very good to us for this time, and he's pointed out on his blog that once the uh, decision is made by the prosecutors, the federal prosecutors, to not go for the remediation deal, and once the attorney general has signed off on that, then the prime minister does not have any business having any further discussions. He should stay out of it, uh, regardless of what Michael Wernick, the uh, the, uh, the 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 chief of the or whatever he's clerk of the privy council, had to say. So, how are you reacting to what you're seeing going on? I agree with him. Um, nobody is above the law. And um, quite honestly, it's a huge issue when you have politicians playing in the field of law. And we've seen it south of the border. We've seen it everywhere, but certainly uh, in Ottawa right now. And, you know, to see Gerald Butts having to leave, well, good, good, good. To interfere in this to me is absolutely disgusting, I, I believe. And there's a bigger thing at play here, Roy. You know, Justin Trudeau stands up and says, well, it's because of jobs. 
Well, excuse me, but <laughs> I would say that if he would stop the corporate welfare checks, as any other political party has done so, um, and cut corporate taxes, that's going to do more to create jobs. And let's not forget that wonderful organization, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business that Catherine once ran, uh, the small to uh, medium-sized businesses, where are they getting corporate welfare? Exactly. You know, $4 billion maybe in export loans to a company who's been accused of paying $50 million to a former Libyan dictator to get a deal. And then let's not forget we've got two giants in Quebec, Bombardier and SNC-Lavalin. Both of them have bellied up and Canadian taxpayers across this country have supported them when they've both been accused of fraud right. and corruption. So, and so, fraud now, fraud. so now, Catherine, Mr. Trudeau, has talked about the uh, jobs at stake at SNC Levelan. It's not. It's not to be sneezed at. There's thousands of jobs, but it doesn't seem to have all that level of concern about the number of jobs that are at stake that have been lost in the energy sector in Alberta. What's your take on what's going exactly. on? Exactly. Well, the hypocrisy is you know thick in the air from all sides here, um, and I think you know this is a big scandal. Uh, and when I thought, I remember thinking at the beginning when I saw um, a few years ago when I saw Amateur Hour with Trudeau in Ottawa. I remember thinking, you know, the real worry is what if a true crisis hits this country? Do we trust these guys to be able to handle it? And they've had a bunch of crises, some of which have been glossed over by some of the media, things like ethics scandals. That's not small potatoes. You know, they've reneged on so many of their promises. Everybody's lost count, those $10 billion, you know, deficits, et cetera, et cetera. And, but here we have the bigger issue here beyond even this particular scandal is look how badly they're bungling this. They, they can't get their story straight. One day to the next, there's, there's an, every day I wake up, I say, oh, I wonder what the story will be today. You know, they, so clearly they're not telling the truth. They're lying to Canadians. Um, and, and what it does to me, and Michelle, your point about pocketbook issues, yeah, those are always important. But the bigger question to me is, how incompetent is this government? And if a real true crisis were to hit the country, like a real, you know, this is a political crisis, uh, I don't trust these guys to be able to handle it properly. I worry for the greater good of the country. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, and and I go back to what we've heard from the premier of Saskatchewan, and I go back to what we heard from the premier of New Brunswick, and they've talked about concerns about the country being, uh, you know, having having a. I don't want to say having a future, but there's a concern about fracture lines within our confederation that have been expressed by two premiers who were on this program last weekend, and they're not shy to say so. And Mr. Trudeau, I believe, is the architect of that kind of political anxiety. So, And the incompetence, just, just yeah. the incompetence here, and also the arrogance. I mean, when I saw Wernick's, you know, the clerk's well, council yeah. statement and stuff, yeah. and I spent an awful lot of time through my career with senior bureaucrats in Ottawa and, of course, politicians. And that attitude in Ottawa right now, there's always some arrogance, no matter who's in power. You know, there's always some entitlement. It's the nature of the beast. But it is just oozing out of this government right to the, bureau, you know, right to the senior bureaucracy level. And, and that, to me, is so alarming because, yes, they're not, they're not serving Canadians. They've got their own agendas. They're serving themselves. They're lying through their teeth to get away with it. And all Canadians should be very, very worried. And one, of the, ways, like one of the ways they're fighting back or trying to fight back is to accuse other people of what they've done. So well, let, me, love, let me... T- I love the... You know, the ultimate thing uh, is Catherine, any credibility Trudeau ever had on the women or Indigenous files is right it's gone. down it's the It's gone. I have to take a break and then we'll come back. Do you know, do you know remember what we were, what we were talking about? About one year ago today? 
a year ago today. Yeah, what, what would we have been talking about a year ago today? Justin Trudeau in India. Oh, that was the India trip. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> and and that's why I said earlier, I wonder if eight months from now, this particular story, this particular development, this particular scandal is going to have the kind of legs people think it, it will have, people today think it will have in October. Back with the beauties, Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca, Linda Leatherdale, at Linda, at L. Leatherdale, and at Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament. Okay, so uh, so let's go in the same order we did when we started. Where, Michelle, is this situation headed? And let me add to that for you, for the Liberal Party. Well, if, if the Conservatives can weave a blanket and start now, or at least in April, putting ads on um, that weave the the whole blanket of you know secrecy uh, early and frame them. They've always been subject to being framed. The uh, conservatives have a shot. Okay, Linda. Do but you? if not, yeah, they, they don't. So where's this going, Linda? Do you see any parallels with the early days of the sponsorship scandal? Not in content, but in but in possible result. You know what? And I remember the sponsorship scandal, and I was still shocked that the Liberals got elected again. You know, wasn't it Justin Trudeau who accused the Conservatives of being too close to corporate Canada, et cetera? Well, look at this one, and. You know what? I'm going to go and side with the uh, People Party, Maxime Bernier. I mean, this could strengthen him because he's the only one I think is making sense. Let's get rid of the corporate welfare and let's do what's right for all Canadians, not just two companies in Quebec. So, you know what? I, it's a hard one because we talked about splitting the right wing vote, but I do think this is not going away. And I think the Liberals. Yeah, and you know what? I don't like the term right wing vote. And I know why you used it, but yeah. it's used by the people on the left mm-hmm. as some sort of almost like, a, like an accusation. If you're conservative, you're conservative, and it's perfectly fine, and it's a good and honest philosophy to have. End of story. Catherine. Yeah, well, for <laughs> where this is Sorry. going is this week's going to be pivotal. Uh, if Jody Wilson-Raybould testifies, will, will uh, Trudeau take the muzzle off? Um, if, if he doesn't, what happens? She, she's clearly got, you know, this woman has some spine, um, and she may say, okay, I'm not appearing if you don't let me talk. Uh, on the other hand, if she does talk, we, we are pretty sure she said to Cabinet last week that she believes she was inappropriately pressured by both Trudeau and, uh, and other people in the PMO. Um, so this week will be pivotal. But I think, too, again, looking at a bigger picture, this is cumulative. You know, one, one event, I mean, granted, if it's extreme, it would, it would, you know, topple the government, but one event rarely does. But this is a history of dishonesty, of, con- of massive control within the PMO, which, of course, is laughable, because that's one of the things Trudeau said, oh, no, we're going to have cabinet, you know, and, and transparency, very powerful. And, and also, let's not forget that that Vice Admiral Norman case is yet to hit the... That's right, here. and that's right, and there are demands being made by his lawyers. They were subpoenaed, Butts and Trudeau yep. and Telford were subpoenaed yesterday. Yep. Just yesterday. I, I tell you, like, literally, I wake up every morning, turn on the news and think, what's happening today? <laughs> because it's, 
it's wacky stuff. This is wacky mm-hmm. stuff, and it is sticking. And, of course, the more crises and the more scandals that happen, the more they stick. Well, let me ask you so, all three this. Though, so then, is the, is the image of uh, an incompetent, bumbling person leading the Liberal Party, is that going to be the result, potentially? Because he's overcome every other challenge with assistance from his allies and friends, but or appears to have. Is that image going to, is it going to emerge, and is it going to stick? Just a quick answer from, from uh, all three of you. Linda? Oh, my goodness, that's a tough one. <sighs> I wish it would stick, and I wish it would make a change, but I'm not going to say that it, it You don't think so, maybe? Maybe not. You know. Okay, that's what I like, fence-sitting. Just, just sit yeah. right on that, just sit right on that fence, Linda. Oh, well, You've never yeah. occupied the fence. Yeah, well, okay. I oh, know, I hear you. That's okay. Michelle? Um... It is a tough one. I'd like to think it would mm-hmm. have some impact. But again, you have to rely on the uh, Conservatives or Maxine Bernier's party. Okay, and, uh, and Catherine, is I it stick? stick? I think it's going to stick like glue. Uh, there's just too much, too much stuff going on here. You can forgive the odd thing here and there. But even people that I know that are liberals are cringing in embarrassment and shame. And a lot of, there's a lot of talk. I was talking to some political folks last week whose name will remain this, uh, anonymous. I'll go ahead and name uh, Who said there's a f- number of liberals who are seriously thinking of crossing the floor. Right you know, now. oh, really? Crossing the oh, floor? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because yeah. when, when I spoke with Michelle and Dan McTague last weekend, we were talking about liberals deciding not to run again. But you're talking about crossing the floor. Yep. Wow. Yep. So, you know, when, when, when... Well, look, 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 it, it's, it's almost impossible to, to, to live with what, what they're seeing if you're a liberal member of the parliament. And what I noticed was when he spoke, when Mr. Trudeau spoke in British Columbia, and, uh, and he tried to make light of the fact that his BC caucus wasn't there standing beside him. There were about, I think there were maybe seven liberal MPs who were there. They should all have been there. And he made some, some half-hearted joke about, oh, they're out doing the, the, the party's business in BC. Boy, that sure wasn't a vote of confidence. No. No. And I think there's a tipping point that's reached, too. Yeah. And the tipping point for politicians is, am I going to win my seat this October? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Michelle. We'll do it again real soon. Thank you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.